Hey, what's up, everybody? This is JC, pastor of Olive Church. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Please don't forget to share our audios. God bless you. Who's ready to hear the word of God? I'm not. Hold on. Sorry. The title today is Advancement. Progress. Accomplishment, right? We all want that in our lives. And um, before I start, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Father, for having us here gathered in your name. Thank you for this beautiful congregation. Um, Father, please allow us to, to receive your word. If anything, that, anything that's in our thought, in our mind, in our hearts that, that uh, stops us from receiving your word today, I cast it in the name of Jesus. We cast it out so we can be able to, to hear your word and penetrate it in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so um, before I start, I want to share a little bit about um, me and my family right now. We're in the process of moving homes. Yeah, we're pretty excited. I'm pretty excited because we put everything in place, and now we're, we're, we're going to move in April. We're, we're, we'll be moving. And finally, um, my daughter, my, my oldest daughter, Mariana, she's very excited because she's been wanting a, wanting a dog forever. And um, <laughs> no, she, she has it figured out. She has it figured out. So my nephew, she, he has a German Shepherd. So guess what? She wants a German Shepherd. But she wants a female German Shepherd because she wants to make business. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she, I'm telling you, she has it figured out. But yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, in life, we're always moving. In life, we're always, we, are, we all have somewhere to go, something to accomplish. We all want that sense of direction, right? Um, but as we go, as we move, we find ourselves with a friend or an enemy. And that is time. Depends on, depends on how you see it, right? Time. Because time we cannot manipulate. We cannot change it. Who, who has ever said, I wish I could buy time? Who has ever said that, right? Because it's so, we can't manipulate it. And I know for some of us, um, the process is, you know, longer, more painful, and it seems to take forever. But it's like that when your dependence is placed on other things but God. Because remember, God wants us to live joyfully. He wants us to live live peacefully. He wants us to enjoy our lives. And as, as, I, was, as, as I was studying this uh, preaching, I heard about the relativity of time. And I'm not a very smart guy. I'm not a you know, scientist guy, but I, I started researching about, about what it means, the, the relativity of time, and there's all, all kinds of fractions. But I saw this quote that Albert Einstein, simply, he, he kind of like, you know, summarized it in one quote. And it's like, and it says, when you sit with a nice girl for two hours, it seems like two minutes. 
when you sit on a hot stove for two minutes, it seems like two hours. That's relativity. And when we don't have God in our lives, when we don't depend on God, that's how it is. That's why it, it takes forever. But if we put our, our joy, if we depend on God always, there is consistency in our joy. If there's consistency in our joy, we are always available for God's purposes. So tell the person next to you, God wants to lead you. Tell them this too. Help yourself and be led. Okay, being that said, let's go to Joshua chapter 3. This is in the Old Testament. Let's send it. All right. All right, read along with, with me. Early the next morning, Joshua and all the Israelites left Acacia Grove and arrived at the banks of the Jordan River, where they camped before crossing. Three days later, the Israelite officers went through the camp, giving these instructions to the people. When you see the Levitical priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, move out from your positions and follow them. Since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about a half a mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. Uh, five. Then Joshua told the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. So, so far we have here the Israelites being led by Joshua. This is after the death of Moses. Here God has now Place uh, Joshua as new leader, the one to continue to advance God's plan, and that was, and that was, and that was to lead them to the promised land. They had been searching for, for over 30, 40 years in the desert. At the time of the crossing, it was harvest season, so the river was overflowing with water going over the banks. Imagine all the people, thousands, thousands of people with all their belongings, you know, they're carrying their belongings. They were, not, they were not pretty happy. They were not happy about what was going on because they knew that they had to cross that river. And I believe some didn't want to cross because they didn't believe they could get, you know, their belongings across as well. So, you know, when, when you, you can see it's possible to cross a river with only yourself, right? You know, you could just make a chain of people and then all cross. But you have all your things back there. So I believe some people did not want to cross because of that. And so many people left. I, I believe so many people did not cross. And as it says here in, 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 in verse 2, three days later, they were camping here three days. And I was like, why three days, God? Why, why were they camping in front of the river for three days? God, what he does, he shows us the impossible. If he did it in the Red Sea, when he opened up the Red Sea, it was the people that were um, fleeing from, from, the, from, the, from the whole army of Egypt, they saw, they were placed in front of the impossible. And that's what God does to us. He will place in front of you obstacles, your goals that seem impossible to accomplish because 
there's risk to take. I think at one moment they thought they were going to lose everything. They, they did not want to advance. But in this moments where, where we, we, get in play, we get in front of this impossible things, you know, it makes us seem weak. Because now we can say, okay, we can't, but God can. Anything is, is possible because of God. It just takes faith and it takes risk. This, this brought me back to where, where um, Jesus was, you know, was, when he was captured and he was walking with that cross behind his back. And the people, imagine the people or, and the disciples seeing this. Imagine them seeing Jesus Christ being tortured, being um, spit on, humiliated. After all the things he had done, people lost faith. People decided to go their own way. They were like, oh, well, he said he was a king. He said he was going to save us from everything. But he's dead for three days. There was no, there was no, um, there was no faith no more. People, people started to doubt. Seeing all these things, they didn't understand the process. Tell the person next to you, let's not doubt the process. Because if we do, we are doubting the victory. And here, verse 5, Joshua told the people, purify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. And that's what I say to you guys too. Purify yourselves. And in other, in other uh, versions of the Bible, it, it, the word is consecrate. See, consecrate means it's not, it's not about being holy. It's not about being a saint. It's not about being perfect. It's about separating yourself, setting apart for God. To consecrate yourself essentially means to wholly dedicate yourself to, do, to something of greatest importance. When spoken plainly, however, consecration refers to the act of setting yourself aside and dedicating yourself to a deity, and that deity almost always refers to the God of Christianity. And when we do this, God starts blessing our lives because we're putting Him first. We're saying, we're setting apart our minds. We're setting apart our beliefs to follow Him. When, when the disciples or the people that were there witnessing that Jesus Christ was being crucified, Right there, they had to consecrate themselves and say, you know what? I'm not going to believe the rest of the people, and I'm going to follow what God says. I'm going to believe in God. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to set apart from other beliefs, from other religions, from, from culture, and just follow God. Let's continue to read. Verse 6 says, In the morning Joshua said to the priest, Lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. And so they started out and went ahead of the people. The Lord, seven, the Lord told Joshua, Today I will begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of all the Israelites. They will know that I am with you, just as I, just as I was with Moses. Give, give this command to the priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps into the river and stop there. So Joshua told the Israelites, Come and listen to what the Lord 
your God says, Today you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, Hittites, Havites, Persites. I don't know how to say the rest. So, <laughs> so but at this moment, God is teaching us to put him first. The Ark of the Covenant was a symbol of his presence back in the, in the Old Testament. And they had to follow. They had to follow the Ark first. And God was putting himself first. At this moment, we have to ask ourselves, does it feel like we're advancing? Or are we still stuck in the same pattern? Do we feel discouraged or confused? Are we putting God first? When haven't we placed God first in our past decisions? When did we move out from our own thinking? It mentions here that we have to move out. You know, when we move out from home, when you change, you know, your, your address, your home, and you start packing, you find yourself with a lot of stuff you don't need. Why even have it, right? And that's our thinking. We have so much God moved us from one place to another, and we still have that thinking in our minds, those beliefs, when we have to move them out. We don't need them. You don't need them. And that's why we have to move out from that. Get rid of the things you don't need. Get rid of the things that stagnate you. If we devote ourselves, pray, read the word of God, congregate, God definitely speaks to our hearts, and he gives us knowledge. You know, knowledge equals to experience. So when you have experience, you know what to do, right? Shouldn't we seek knowledge then? God will definitely drive out any enemy. But before that, we have to move out many things, like I said, that are unnecessary. He will drive out, he will drive out pain hurt, anguish, stress, misery, unhappiness, and loneliness. Let's, let's read 11. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. Now choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. The priest will carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of the the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of the water will be cut off upstream. And the river will stand up like a wall. So the people left their camp to cross the Jordan. And the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. It was the harvest season and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priest who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge the water above that point began backing up a great distance away at a town called adam which is near Tarathan. and the water below that point flowed onto the dead sea until the riverbed was dry then all the people crossed over near the town of jericho meanwhile the priests who were carrying the ark of the lord's covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the riverbed as the people passed by. They waited there until the whole nation of Israel had
and crossed the Jordan on dry ground. When we put God first, we will see advancement in our lives. We will begin to see transformation. We will begin to see blessings and how God blesses others. Here I have a little, um, something that I got from this preaching from, um, from uh, Joseph. He had, he had this preaching a couple weeks back and he was talking about spiritual advancement. And as soon as I heard that, God revealed to me, you know, the word advancement. But yes, like I was, I was saying, God wants us to detach from everything and attach to his trust. Because God has set his foundation before us. You know, God makes us move. He has us advance from our current situation to another. And there is no limit to his grace. Because God, he's a God of giving. He, he wants to give us more, more, and more. He wants to give you more and more and more. But he will prepare us to move. You can't receive if you don't move. These people would not cross if they just stood there. Be ready when God opens the way. Who wants God's promises? Be ready to move. How, how can we not ask God where to take us if he knows the outcome of every situation? How Joshua was being instructed, we too can be instructed by reading the word, by praying to God, by coming to church and receiving all his knowledge. The reality of advancing in life is to hear God's voice. To consecrate to his word. To not allow, not allow others, you know, to come in and tell us what to do. Because the world, the world out there, they have so many ways to, to go, right? There's so much things out there. But God has a plan for you. Only for you. Not for the successful people that you hear sometimes talk. He has a plan for you. So, there it is. Advancement. God first, you go up. All we have to do is to be willing to come and learn. We have to depend on God in, in, in each, every way possible. He will give us a vision where to go. We have to apply it. He gives us a new life every day. And we can because we're with God. And excellence, give it your all. Mind your own business. Like I said, there's a lot of people out there that have their own thinking, their own philosophies. Mind your own. Ask God. Expect nothing. The moment that I, st I stop expecting from my wife, I started to be free. You see, we cannot change people and never stop moving. Never stop moving. And at the end, you will live in truth. If we listen to our voice, we slow down. If we listen to the enemy's voice, we go back. If God led Moses through the Red Sea and he opened up the sea and he opened up the river for, for Joshua, he will do it again for, for you. If he, got, if he got you out of misery, 
He will let us know. He will get you out of misery. And if He got you out of it already, He will let you know if you're still in misery. And He will do it again. principle here is to put God first in our lives. To consecrate ourselves to Him only. To, to set apart ourselves, not to be perfect. We're not, we're not perfect. But to give excellence. To give Him all that we have. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Again, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for new content every week. God bless.